変身Kip here, uh, host, creator, uh, resident expert, coming out to me. Uh, so this is a little bit different this week, a little shorter. Uh, basically, I um, had some issues with a guest audio, so that episode uh, is not going to go up uh, just because it was not really that fixable. So instead, just a small conversation with me uh, for Friday on our normal time. Um, I'm proud to say that this is one week after we've been on for a year and this first time we've had to do like a solo episode or like something impromptu like this. So I'm proud of that. But basically um, to try and record again and stuff uh, wasn't as easy as just like doing this. And also um, in the next week we have three episodes coming out, potentially four if we are are able to get that guest back on. Uh, I'm going to promise at least uh, a normal episode next week and one or two extras up to three <laughs> but um there's one recorded extra so i will only commit to that how's that um uh, but basically yeah so this is just a, a like short little one to um fill in that week and this is it's just me i'm gonna talk about uh well i guess um some questions at the end but before that i'll talk a little bit about my token fandom how come ride me came to be um maybe a little bit about i've gotten some some questions or comments about wrestling so maybe i'll do like a little bit on that after i've like like talked about like the toku stuff maybe it'll be uh talk the origins of um like toku fandom and the show that's some wrestling then maybe like two or three questions uh so yeah um i'm kip and i'm a fan of tokusatsu uh it's weird um we have a mix of listeners from a lot of places um i'm gonna assume that you've probably seen our start here episode wherever's so you know like a basic definition, but uh, I'm always worried about that basic definition because I want to have the show be more accessible for people. Uh, but yeah, um, so I, uh, in the mid-2000s, I'm going to say Comrade Kabuto, so maybe like 2006, 2005-ish area, um, was also when YouTube started to get big. Uh, so I saw some clips on YouTube of stuff like... Um, the Japanese original of Power Rangers or like the Japanese original of like Beetleborgs, that kind of stuff. And I distinctly remember two things. Um, there being like a B-Fighter Kabuto opening, which if you aren't familiar is the show that they took the footage from for Beetleborgs to Beetleborgs Metallics. Um, and also I was kind of confused. I was like, B-Fighter, B-Fighter Kabuto, I saw that the currently airing Kamen Rider was Kamen Rider Kabuto, and then I saw a really cool clip from uh, Kamen Rider Blade, which if you are a fan, it's uh, the fight versus the category king uh, in the before there's like a big shift in the show. Uh, not to spoil things too bad, but um, and that's a really good fight scene. It's like a really big character moment. I was like, oh, I should watch a Kamen Rider show. Um, and I remember being like, oh, is there like a B-Fighter Blade? And all this stuff but um 
I went for Kamen Rider, despite the fact that I've seen Master Rider, but I, like growing up, I hadn't been like a big fan of it the same way for Power Rangers. I probably watched Power Rangers uh, for a while, honestly, maybe um, longer than a lot of other people in my age range, just because like it like really like resonated with me. Uh, my favorite colors are still like green and gold, like based off of Tommy. Um, I feel like I um, where did I start with Power Rangers? I I definitely saw Lightspeed Rescue. I think maybe I was like aware of like Time Force, uh, Wild Force, Ninja Storm, and then like I of course knew when like um, when Tommy came back in Dino Thunder. But I think I definitely um, had by SPD and definitely by um, Magic 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 Ranger Mystic Force. I was uh, off. <laughs> um, the train entirely um but yeah so i was a longtime fan of power rangers and like there was enough stuff going on to like keep me in it uh but with like common rider stuff i was just like oh like i had a master rider toy I, um we, we kind of mentioned it but i feel like a lot of us growing up in that era where we would have had toys of the shows had the toy of the um of robo rider uh whatever they call the yellow form of that show um and that's the most we remember of that show uh, but yeah, uh, so I tried Common Rider because I'd seen Ultraman Tiga on like four kids. I'd seen Power Rangers. I- I'd seen Beetleborgs and like VR Trooper stuff. I didn't really have a f- familiarity the same way with Common Rider. Um, well, forgive me. I'm a little tired too. It's a little impromptu to have to do this. But um, so I watched Common Rider Fies. I th- I'm pretty sure that was off of like TV Nihon back in the day, Common Rider Fies. And I really love Cup Murder Fies. I was just the right age. I was like pre-high school. Uh, I was pretty young. Um, and, and like a lot of the early Heisei like shows for the Cup Murder are just like these weird dramas of character and like can be very dark and moody. Um, and like maybe not always, but mature might not always be the best descriptor and isn't always a good thing. But when you're like... Uh, 11 or 12 or wherever I was then um it's definitely there uh so I um really liked Fies a lot it's still my favorite show um it's definitely a show that I think uh, we've gotten some questions or like requests to go back to and I think I might go up to um the first really great set of episodes in that show with uh with James B just for that reason uh, but I watched that then I watched Comrade Kabuto and I think it was around like the dark kitchen there's like a cooking competition in the middle of that show. Then there's also like, I remember like watching an episode where he got his sword. Um, and then I was caught up and like, I wanted something else. So I watched to like, whatever that was like two thirds or like further in the Comrade Kabuto, which was when it was current. Then I watched Comrade Blade, which also loved Blade. Honestly, um, Blade and Fies are such great shows. I really don't know. Um, what would be my favorite if I'd watched the other first, honestly. Um, this is a weird comparison, but um, <laughs> to show you where my brain is at, um, there's this like dumb, <laughs> not like dumb in the the way that it's bad. I like a lot of like fiction that's uh, like not just aimed at dudes. Like it's a dumb thing to be like, oh, this is like too feminine or whatever. But I um, watched like five four and a half seasons of like vampire diaries and in there's this like one scene where like 
the main girl Elena is like talking to um the bad boy brother or like vampire Damon and she says um oh I love you both but I met him first and if I'd met you first I'd be with you and I'm just, and I always thought that was like the most stupid coin flip way to handle liking something very obviously because like it was obvious in that show for example that she liked David way more than she likes Stefan. Uh, but um, that's not the case with me. I've read Pfizer Cabrera Blade. Bear, uh, like, we we'll let it all hang out here tonight. Um, all the sleepy, all the, all the weird tangents. Um, so, yeah. Um, then I finished Kabuto. I watched Magic Ranger. I really like Magic Ranger, despite never really looking at uh, Magic Force or Mystic Force. Uh, Mystic Force. Um, I watched some of Bokenger. I really like didn't watch all of like Rukendo uh and Geki Ranger. I really like Deno. I basically um stayed up on on Kamen Rider year to year as like a yearly show, like the same way that like some people might treat something like watching like Bleach or Naruto. Um up until Wizard, I think maybe like Wizard time I was just too busy and I didn't like that show. Um but I watched game and then there was a little more intermittent, but I went back in more recent years to watch stuff like drive and, uh, I still, I might commit to go at some point, but I'm not sure if, if cover art ghost worth my time, just like based on what I've seen of it, like in the couple episodes I tried to watch, but yeah. Um, so that's me as a fan. Um, I like cool shit and by cool shit, um, moody, melodramatic, um occasionally interesting characters uh with good fights and cool designs where it's like sometimes over detailed or like really striking um that's my shit and so for comrade with me um there's kind of like a hidden curricula i guess or like a hidden backstory or like it's actually my second foray into making a like tokusatsu podcast so i was like very into podcasts like around the same time that I got into Toku, actually, like 2006, 2007 area. Uh, because I'm going to say Halo 3. I was really hyped for that game. So I was like listening to like um, Podtacular and Cheap Ass Gamer and then like Joystick Podcast. And then that turned into like Podtoy and Giant Bomb. And I still follow like some of those like people from, um, like, from them, like the Giant Bomb crew and like Jim Sterling and stuff. Um, but basically... I was like, oh, somebody should do this for Toku. There's wasn't really anything for Toku at the time, or if there was, I hadn't like seen or heard of it. And I like Cumberto Capito, so I was like, oh, podcast cast off. I'll make Toku cast off, and that'll be like a website and um, a podcast, the cast off. So I got the website. Um, I started a like WordPress blog. And then I got a cohort. Um, I'm going to check really quick. Because this thing might still be around, honestly. Ooh, it is still around. Holy crap. Oh, wow. Uh, this is bad. Uh, I feel really bad about this. So I met a one uh, Darkhawk5 on the forums somewhere. I don't know um, if I had to really like guess. Um, but I started this website with them. And then um, I just had life happen and immediately was like, uh, nope, I need to go. <laughs> uh, life's happening. And this person literally, I think, 
did this blog by themselves with minimal ability to go through it for like two years after I stopped doing it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I definitely uh, feel like that was maybe uh, a little strange, but um, hats off to them. I wish I had stuff going on where I could have supported you better, like Dark Hawk 5, but also you went through and you changed all the stuff, so it was yours entirely. So it definitely shows that you do take the credit for the website entirely. <laughs> so at least it wasn't something where my name was on it while you were doing it for two years. Uh, just like putting up news and stuff. I don't think there's ever a podcast for it. I could be wrong, but yeah. So that's the, that's the secret origin of um, me starting a website, real life happening, and somebody doing it for two years without even full access to the page and stuff. Um, but no. Um, so I definitely uh, think that um, that was a really important experience and time in my life to just uh, be like, oh, crap. Things take work and time. Sometimes you're not in the best place for them. Um, so more recently, like last year, when I was like, I want to do something in the space, and I kind of looked and I saw, and there weren't a lot of shows um, that were accessible. It felt like there were a lot of shows that were like, three college friends sitting around a table with a crappy mic just making like fart jokes and making like references to show they'd seen without any like perspective from other people or like entry point for new people so common right was like let's have something that has good production values um and isn't just a bunch of fans talking in a way that people can't access which is why like i reached out and i um got people involved the way i do um still definitely more to do one year like in the retrospect i think i'm definitely going to change up um the contributors too because like um at this point like um i like the way that our like common writer episodes like go with like me and james baker for example but uh he's not really a newcomer in the same way he was anymore so maybe getting some fresh eyes and stuff and maybe uh also uh it would be nice not to always need a guest um it's fun to plan and meet people and work together but um having somebody maybe just like to like turning that down to one completely random guest a month or maybe like a guest, but also someone to bring in. So I think there'll be like a new, like regular face in the show uh, in the near future. And also, um, Hey, um, I like to think that we've done all right on diversity of opinion, but we haven't um, like at the end of the day, um, me and James are still too, dudes named james that like nerdy stuff um we have very different like backgrounds and like political stances and like ways that we've that we've used stuff but also like i definitely do um want to bring in somebody uh one not named james two not a dude who likes pop culture the same way like i want to like change that up but i think that like also happened with our guests where um i i definitely tried in the later part of this past year to increase the variety in our guests because <laughs> i felt at a certain point it's like we have so many great guests and they're great people um but we haven't really had um a lot of female guests or like a lot of like queer guests so i think uh, that's something that like i do want to change or bring more people on like as like a regular contributor and also like there's guests we want to have back and like in the guests that we look for that like are like totally fresh you know yeah uh that's my musings i guess on stuff um i've 
did want to kind of like talk about um what we um have planned and uh yeah so next week there's the normal car and saber episodes and there's at least one if not three i'm gonna say at least one um like bonus episode that's just kind of about like uh a more general like spooky topic um and yeah then in november kind of going back to normal we'll have finished our log series of power ranger stuff we were still in it in, in September. Um, we had the yearly stuff like going on and the Halloween stuff going on. This is just be kind of um, fresh, totally um, some new stuff. Like I've know we're looking at um, Tokusatsu like Gaga Ga at the start of the month, which is like a slice of life, like um, like comedy about Toku, which I really am excited to look at. Um, and also, um, in November and December, we're looking at episodes one through six, then episodes seven through twelve, come rider like EXA, uh, which uh, don't tell James this, but that's just to fuck with them. <laughs> uh, if you're in the know, you know uh, about uh, what's going on with uh, that show and the way that show uh, handles. Um, <laughs> just. You know what happens in that show that would make that a really interesting uh, current event kind of thing to look at, I guess. Not current event. It's not like it's going to be like a Comrade EXA, they talk about coronavirus or anything, but I mean, yeah. Um, but it's related to what will be going on at the at the time in the world. Um, and yeah, um, beyond that, I did kind of uh, get asked to talk a little bit about, about wrestling. Um, wrestling's cool. Um, let's face it. We're on YouTube, we're on TikTok, we're on Twitter and stuff. Um, we have like weird relationships with reality and character. And I think that's why wrestling is cool again. Um, I wasn't really a fan of wrestling growing up. I knew who like Stone Cold Steve Austin was or Hulk Hogan was. I had a bunch of autographed pictures given to me of Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I didn't ask for them or know who he was but i had at least like four autographs of brutus the barber beefcake um so there's that um i don't know why that is um but no um i knew who like macho man was and like the rock is so cold and all that um the maybe the biggest thing i really took from wrestling at the time was like i was into Yu-Gi-Oh. um and there's this like weird two-year period in the early 2000s of like Egyptian stuff was really cool between like the mummy Yu-Gi-Oh and like Scorpion King. And that's honestly forever. That was like what I associated with like with wrestling besides maybe like whatever the weird like cyberpunk, like Hulk Hogan movies he was doing in the nineties. I think that, um, in the mid 2000, in the mid 2010s, I took, um, a, a nephew to, a live event in Boston. It was like something like they were really into um, Usos and the New Day. And I like knew about the New Day because they'd done their big uh, wearing like Dragon Ball Z armor stunt. So I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, it's like a lot of fun. He's loving it, that kind of stuff. And then um, I didn't think about it until it was my partner's birthday. And I was like, oh, we need to do something. Maybe she'll want to go to this event here and we went and it was a house show but we saw like um brody lee and like john moxley or luke harper like dean ambrose uh, we saw like drew mcintyre we saw ronda rossi 
and then it was like right before uh, WrestleMania 35, like Kofi and stuff. Watched all of that. It was great. Like the live show was great because it's like stage combat, like like very athletic. It's lots of fun. Um, and then um, got to WrestleMania 35, which was good. Um, probably the best they did uh, in recent memory, uh, from what I can really tell. I'm not a huge fan of WWE, honestly, um, but we were pretty wrapped for about like six weeks. Then kind of fell off after WrestleMania. Uh, my partner watched the reruns and I was like, oh, look at this stupid dude with this blonde hair and this black hair. And uh, it's like he, he's brothers with the other dudes. Uh, that's the shield if you don't know. Um, and yeah, then I saw an AOC post about um, a Cody Rhodes quote. No, uh, then I saw like a YouTube video. YouTube series, a um, like Super Eyepatch Wolf about wrestling and why it was like interesting, and it got me the bug. So then, when um, there was a house show coming near us that was going to have a lot of people on it, like Ronda Rousey and like Dean Ambrose and stuff, um, we went, and yeah. Um, so then it was like my ear was on the ground a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, wrestling! Um, it's more than one royal family." Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> So then I was like, oh, wrestling is interesting. I just don't seem to like WWE. Um, then there was an AOC quote where she was talking about um, some quotes Cody Rhodes had made about race and like um, perspective. I think it was something like he was responding to the idea of not seeing race and saying, well, that's really ignorant or something. Um, and it was l- like after WrestleMania, but before Double or Nothing. Um, if you're not a fan of wrestling, this probably makes no sense to you. But um, like it was after the big show for WWE, but before the first show for a brand new company. And we watched this new show for this new company. It was like, oh, they seem cool, young, um, more diverse, less uh, conservative. Because um, I think Hulk Hogan came back too at the WrestleMania we watched. We were like, oh, I don't like that. Um, and then we found stuff like BTE and, and stuff after that, but no, um, and double or nothing was just such a great show. And we got to see Kenny Omega, who was like featured in those videos we were talking about. We're like, Oh my God, this guy, uh, he's the one that hugged that weird muscle dude that can't read. Um, and then it was a great show. The Cody and Dustin Rhodes match was very good. Uh, after that, we found BTE, uh, which is a like semi-reality, semi-in-the-fiction-of-wrestling um, YouTube series. And that point, like we just became fans. And then I became fans of like New Japan, and she became like a big fan of Impact. So we just kind of became ensconced like that. So it's only like a recent thing in the past like year, uh, year and a half at this point. But it's been a lot of fun to be a fan of wrestling. Um, so yeah, that's wrestling. Um, it's actually that's not wrestling. Um, I love wrestling the same way that I love like stuff like TikTok and YouTube and Twitter, where like it's kind of like a space for like performance, not like in just in the sense of like doing stuff in tandem with, with somebody else, but of like taking something to the maximum that you can. And like we aren't really in reality anymore 
which is a weird statement to make, I guess, but we're not. Um, we've left a set reality of only one set of possibilities or whatever. Um, people talk about their perspective all the time. People talk about, um, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Um, like, we look at the performance of someone like like Drill, a comedian, and like the weird absurdities of like Twitter, for example. So I think like, and like we see vloggers and stuff. So I think like wrestling became a thing again because of that, honestly. Um, our shift in reality allowed people to connect with fans, but also allowed like people, and by people I mean like fans, um, it also allowed wrestlers, uh, it also made the idea of wrestling and wrestlers in kayfabe more accessible from people. It kind of like went all the way around the other end of like, Oh, it not that this isn't real. Like you heard people say in the nineties and two thousands, but this is real. Uh, if not literal, there's reality here. And that's interesting that there's these intense stories about like humans in conflict, but also like, humans are in conflict and humans are trying to do things. So it's like interesting. It's like a meta thing. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's why wrestling is cool. Cause, uh, reality is cool and bendy and fun. Um, and yeah, so, uh, I think I'm getting towards the end of this, but I'll look at a couple questions. Um, one from, uh, Pete Suix, uh, asked knife or bat. Here's the thing, Pete. Uh, I did mention already tonight, I love Giant Bomb. Um, still knife or bat? Uh, not really a question. It, like, we've answered it. But for me, you need to have intention with a knife that you don't need to use a bat. We've kind of been trained that, like, blunt trauma isn't as bad as knife trauma, like stabbing or cutting trauma. Because, like, you can't see certain stuff. So I think, like, nine people out of ten aren't gonna use the knife because it feels more final and if you get that like 10th person sure that's more dangerous but also like uh that there's reach there's the ability to, to use it multiple times and like make wide arcs um i think that it's also i'm part of those nine people where like i don't want to stab someone um that feels so final um having been hit by blunt and stab force before i think stab hurts more uh <laughs> and is more damaging it takes longer to recover but i think that even with like with some experience of violence that i don't wish i had but um <clears throat> i think it's definitely the kind of thing where it's like okay um it's I can disconnect a little bit <laughs> from the reality of hitting somebody versus stabbing someone. And yeah, it, it happens. Um, next question. This one is from Alana. Uh, this was a real email, not like a persona. So I'm just going to say last name withheld. Um, so it's kind of a question. Uh, <clears throat> so you've been talking about uh, how you don't like Kamen Rider Saber and You've also been rewatching Comrade Saber more because you feel like you don't like it for the wrong reasons. Why don't you like it for the wrong reasons and what is getting in your way with it? Uh, thanks. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, this is kind of a question 
kind of answer too, but I can answer it like more here. Um, so I think that um, for me with Kyber Saber, um, I my immediate reaction was kind of like, "What's this kitty shit?" And then I was like, "Wait, I I that's not what I believe." <laughs> Sometimes we think things that we don't believe, um, and we have to like reexamine and say, "Hey, I need to like make my gut reaction or my actual reaction." Uh, match what I believe, not maybe what might just come out. Um, <clears throat> and for that case, I just realized, well, no, I've been talking about maturity and not being hung up on it the whole year we've been doing this. I can't just like fall into this harmful and not really understanding like stereotype uh, for like what is fandom and like what is like Toku. Um, <clears throat> I think. Marta Saber is a show that um, didn't really give me stakes or character from the jump, which is why I didn't like it. And there was some stuff that was like a little goofier than your average Kevin Ryder show. And I think like that's why I went for it because it was like a little colorful, a little bit uh, more goofy in some of the ways it presents some of its powers. And I was like, oh, what's this kitty shit? And that's not a good way to be. Uh, I like kitty shit. Um, We've talked about the Mandalorian. That's kitty shit. We've talked about uh, Power Rangers. That's kitty shit. Uh, like we've talked about Marvel stuff and DC stuff. Um, the Snyder Cut. Uh, that's kitty shit. Uh, or at least it will be when Jared Leto sends his cast members some cat shit uh, in the mail. Uh, but no, um, I just uh, don't think that's a positive way to react to things which is why i rewatched and talked about it and reevaluated because hey we all sometimes think things we don't believe uh which i've already said with my tired brain i guess but uh no <clears throat> so um my ultimate end point was okay um i think i just need more from this show i need to care i need to see flawed human beings that are dealing with things or people that are dealing with things that make them grow or change. So far, the show hasn't done that. We haven't really met characters in the world by this point in other shows, which I don't like to compare to other shows. Like we'd already had some iconic moments with side characters. Like I said before, but I really like, um, like the sushi chef from comrade zero one from last year. That was episode three. But episode three of that show, we had a character who like really just got to the core of what the show is about at this point. I don't really know what Saber's about. Um, there's things that could be themes and could be metaphors. And like, I guess they are, but like, I'm not satisfied with them at this point or even just like interested in where they're going. It's like, okay, I have books. Oh yeah. Knowledge. Bat. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that's not enough for me to care yet. So I think at least it just needs to establish characters and themes. Um, so story, I guess it needs to become a story. Um, and by established characters, like I know nothing about Toma that makes him compelling. Um, he succeeds. That's it. Uh, he tries, he succeeds. Um, there's a little bit more coming. Maybe this, these next set of episodes, like seven and eight will change that for me. But so far he's tried and succeeded both before the show and in the show. So all we really have is that he doesn't remember a friend who's missing, but otherwise he's doing fine. Uh, and he doesn't even know what he doesn't know. Uh, 
sorry to everyone else, but uh, we did get one. Well, we got more than one negative piece of mail at this point, but one was the netcast thing, which I think I brought up at some point. But don't get uh, if you're going to be mad about podcasts being netcast and not podcast because we're not using iPods. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> and also, what are you doing here? There's so many better places to have that semantic argument like just go to like the biggest podcast in the world don't go to like some random like podcast that's like full of um handsome creator uh kip go to um a bigger show and worry about that or just don't try and like be a troll under this bridge set your sights higher and go and be a troll in new york city in vaudeville um no yeah um and then the actual hate mail that's gonna take up our third question i guess is uh hey just don't don't fucking use slurs at us or about us or whatever um part of making a show for everyone means that we are respectful of things like people's pronouns uh like um like race and gender and sexuality um so yeah don't send shit like that our way for properly using somebody's pronouns or for having some general links to donate to like direct action for having black lives matter in our like profile thing which honestly it isn't there right now because there's enough we have to like promote that it's a pin tweet instead of being in the profile and the pin tweet's changing soon so i'm like oh like how do i let people know <clears throat> here's some better places to spend your money or whatever um but yeah uh we don't speaking of your money um we don't need it or your time or your support if you're um a shithead like that uh just i we have a new tip jar a new merch store um <clears throat> but we don't need your support um and none of us want it uh if you're going to take umbrage at like treating people like people and just being respectable of certain things. Um, so yeah. Um, and at that point, um, I think we've come to the end of this, which is uh, if you're going to do something, uh, do it and don't let somebody else do it for two years while you're going through life. Uh, if you're going to watch Togu, uh, you should enjoy it. Pick something that you might like. Uh, that's not really something that came up. But yeah. Um, so yeah, you can find uh, me on twitter.com at James Forge. You can find the podcast at Come Ride With Me, Come Ride With Me.com, and, red, and redbubble.com slash Come Ride With Me, and podcast at Come Ride With Me.com. And yeah, it's going to be a, a fun week coming up. It's a short little episode. going to be maybe like, maybe half an hour, if that. Um, <clears throat> but there will be at least two of those next week. Uh, there will be Come Ride With Saber uh, 7 and 8 on Friday, and there will be um, with our friend andrew spontaneous from amusement sparks there will be uh, a fun like spooky episode about like vampires and also the lost boys um, movie um so that'd be fun but yeah um until next time uh watch common rider and uh don't record uh a, a last minute episode for your show when you're really tired <laughs>